it's Jessie Lee. You can also call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And before we get started, go ahead and text in all caps Boss Lee, B-O-S-S-L-E-E -S -S -E, to 833-717-0673. That's 833-717-0673 for sales, specials, updates, and it's a direct contact line to me. So make sure you text Boss Lee to 833-717-0673. If you know that there's going to be value on this podcast today, no matter what I talk about, go ahead and grab a screenshot and post it on your Instagram by tagging me at I-M-B-O-S-S-L-E-E -S -S -E, at I'm Boss Lee. You are, of course, entered to win all kinds of good stuff and giveaways from me. Plus, you will get my attention. If you don't already follow me on Facebook, it is Jessie Lee Ward. And if you like money, make sure you leave a review on iTunes because I know you know this is the best podcast for network marketers and it is generic. I'm not selling you a thing. So I give away $50 per podcast I record. Make sure you're following my Instagram stories for the giveaway. So let's go ahead and let me be your virtual MLM mentor and let's start the show. What's going on all you beautiful people from Naples, Florida? This is the last stop of the tour and uh, my voice is partially gone from the cigarette smoke in Vegas, but what can I say? It is Monday and so as always we record new podcasts on Mondays and so thank you for being part of this. I know I told you already to subscribe, but this is just a friendly little reminder. So I want to talk to you a little bit about um, what happened in Vegas this last week and what is so special to me about it and um, hopefully inspire you to take some action in your life. And I don't even know what I said on stage because quite frankly, I uh, I think I was half asleep. I think I'm in like six time zones at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. I feel tired. I don't know what time. <laughs> I don't know what time my body's on though. I was talking to Alexander about this actually. I was like, I don't know what time zone I'm actually living on. But at any rate, I, um, I think I got 11 awards. I might be miscounting. It might be more than that. Um, this last week in our 2019 celebration for our company. And first of all, just Thank you to those of you who support my business. I know not all of you do, and that's totally fine because I don't do these podcasts to ask for anything from any of you, um, but I know many of you are customers of mine. Some of you are also team members, and I just want to give a huge thank you publicly to all of you. I know I made one in my Instagram story, but I don't think that's even enough. Um, awards that I've won, everything from you know top recruiting, top in sales, all, you know, top in group volume, team volume, money, all of it. Um, it's not possible without every single one of you who supports my business. So hopefully, I, I think a lot of my customers start as customers because they feel bad and they order because I've given them so much value. But whatever reason you order, I, I really appreciate you and you made my award ceremony so special on a very personal level. So thanks so much. So one of the awards that I, that I won and the reason I want to do this podcast, uh, I won an award called the PACE setter award now it's an award that never existed before this year but i'm really thankful it exists this year um and i don't remember exactly what brian said because my brain is fried so i decided to turn to webster's and the webster's dictionary says a person group or organization that is the most progressive or successful and serves as a model to be imitated and i really love that um I love that because I think it's per it's it's perfect that I talk right now about this because I'm right at the end of we're we're officially over 60 days by the way so we're over two straight months away from my home away from my bed away from my family trying to really put this business into momentum and I kind of want you to ask yourself what are you willing to do to put your business in momentum what are you willing to do to set the pace in your own life in your own business what are you doing to inspire people and I'll never forget last year at our award ceremony our CEO said that the year, the word of the year, the word of 2019 was going to be action. 
And I don't know how many people decided to make the word action their word for 2019, but I took it very seriously because I knew that if I wanted to be the catalyst for momentum for our entire company, not just our team, I knew I needed to go crazy and show people what's possible. And although I am exhausted, it also reminds me that for sure there's more to give. And so what am I going to give? I actually said to Brian, I said, I I still have fresh legs. Like we're going to run in 2020. There's going to be a lot of stuff um, more structured. I'm definitely going to start getting things like an executive assistant and uh, and more things of that nature. Some, some staff needs to happen. It can't just, I need help. Uh, but anyway, just to make 2020 even better and uh, allow me to have um, some more time in my first priority, which is my relationship with Alexander. So um, that's going to require putting my phone down a lot more. And I'm actually really, really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to hiring the staff, etc. But things that need my DNA, I will still remain the pace setter. So with that said, it was a really incredible award. I gave a, a, a speech about getting into action. And the reason I stay in action so much, and I really want to talk about that on here really fast, is because I feel like if nobody's going to set the example, if nobody's going to be the one to go out there on a limb, if nobody's going to go out there and show people what's possible, then how is the average person on planet Earth, because most people are average or below average, how is the average person on Earth going to get up and be inspired if you're not willing to do something when you are fully capable of stretching your legs, stretching your your brain, stretching your comfort zone, stretching your limitations, and going out there and getting things done? And so I thought to myself, how dare I ask other people to do something I'm not willing to do? And let me really set the pace. And so um, I'm really excited about the results I had in 2019. I'm even more excited for 2020. And um, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, what being the pace setter did. So being the pace setter in 2019, what this actually did for our organization, I got to say, is it made me the most proud I've ever been in my life. It's interesting because the first time I ever had anybody win an award on our team was, I'll never forget, uh, was two events ago. And two events ago, Luna on our team, if anyone knows Luna, you can share this with her. I don't know if she listens to the podcast or not, but uh, Luna won an award with me. Sorry, I'm thirsty. An award with me uh, for selling the most of an electrolyte product, which I know sounds stupid, but I've never had anyone else win before. And so when she was up on stage with me, I about lost my actual mind. I was so excited. And the coolest thing about being a pace setter and showing people what's possible and therefore inspiring others to take more action in their business, even if it's not at the rate that I do, is that this weekend, I don't even know how many hundreds of photos I took uh, of people on our team crossing the stage for top in sales, top recruiters, top business developers, uh, just nonstop award after award after award after award after award. It was like, it was like the Empire Show. I mean, I know it wasn't, of course, because we're all you know team our company all day every day. But I've got to tell you guys, uh, it was an absolute domination uh, for our team, and I cannot tell you. I was crying repeatedly in the audience, and I just can't help myself. My my heart is so full for these people who so often had never believed in themselves. And that actually brings me to another really strong memory I don't ever want to forget, so I want to share this on here. I'm going to share it multiple times. Um, I think the fourth or fifth night we were in the Circle of Champs, which is a leadership room after the event. It was late. It was like 1 in the morning. And 
Brian put his hand on my head and he was, he was in a really feisty mood. I, I like when he gets fired up. Uh, and he started yelling at somebody because they were talking about how, you know, people are always chasing networkers and no offense if you're a networker or listening to this, but I just, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm much more the person who's very normal and, uh, well, I'm not normal, but I'm just saying like came from normal circumstances and decided to make my life better. And, So I think that's why I lead the way I do. I'll get down and dirty with the most broken person and try to pull themselves out of that. And he actually acknowledged that in front of the entire room. He said, she's not recruiting any networkers. She's recruiting normal women and just loving them. She's just loving them until they win. And then he started pointing out people in the room and talking about how I've I've saved and or changed their lives because I have believed in them more than they believed in themselves. And it was one of the most special moments I've ever had. And I'm very close with our CEO anyway. I, I view him as a very, very good friend. And that was just one of those moments where, you know, sometimes even even the the biggest people, the most successful people might not realize what their worth is. And it was uh, one of those moments where I realized how much he's really paying attention to to what I do because for a very long time, he actually said this as well, People weren't sure about me. They weren't sure about my building style. They weren't sure about ad tag message. They weren't sure about Facebook groups. They weren't sure that I would be able to develop leaders. They weren't sure about everything. And what's actually happened is I've built exactly how I want to. And I hope I'm speaking to you and not just rambling right now. But the way I've built is a very sustainable business model. We don't we don't have pops and drops because we're not building with people who come in and recruit a thousand people and have a huge business pop and then all the volume goes away. We're building with people who have never made more than $1,000 a month, and now they're making six-figure incomes. I just I had to ask Brittany Anderson. I don't know if Brittany's going to listen to this, but I asked Brittany for some money the other day because uh, she stood up for how much income she's made so far in this, this company, and I said, oh, my gosh, you're rich. I need to borrow five bucks. <laughs> so proud of her. So proud of so many people on our team, but that was the most fulfilling award so many I could have ever imagined. The only thing I wish is that more people would have valued that event and would have shown up on our team. Uh, because a lot of them would have won awards and they did not. So that was my only poo-poo. Um, but at any rate, I want to talk about a little, uh, about something really crazy. And I I think I might've mentioned this on a Facebook live. Maybe I didn't, who knows? My brain's so fried from being the pace setter. But speaking of pace setting, um, I also want to talk about manifestation right now because something really, really cool happened at the, um, the exotics speedway in Las Vegas. We went out on an excursion. And we, uh, it was for the, the car earners. We got to go race automobiles. And so I picked a Ferrari 488, I believe is what it's called. That might be wrong. I don't know. But it was a red car. Okay, it was a red Ferrari. What can I say? Okay, people. Uh, but at any rate, so I was in this car and I told this man, I said, I have to win. I have to win. These are people I have to beat. And I had actually done a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza where when the instructors were telling us what to do, I was moving my hands with him. I was moving my feet with him as he was explaining things. I was visualizing myself behind the wheel doing all of these motions that this instructor, this professional race car driver was telling me to do. And so I was paying very, very close attention. I kept telling the room, I said, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. Kept telling people, I'm sorry, I have to beat you. Um, Our CEO comes in and he says, whoever the fastest promoter in North America is, I will ship you a Lamborghini Huracan. It's the uh, it's the Lamborghini SUV. If you haven't seen it, I I've told Alexander many times I want one, but I don't know that I'm willing to spend five hundred thousand dollars on it. So, but anyway, that's not the point. So, uh, I he says whoever is the number one fastest driver in North America, I will ship you 
the Lamborghini Huracan from corporate for two months. And I said, that's it. That's mine. I'm going to be driving the Lambo. You can just go ahead and ship it to Dallas. Just go ahead and ship it to Dallas. And if you want to, uh, to ride in it, just uh, screenshot this and put it in your Instagram story and tell me. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I guess kind of gave away the story just then. But uh, basically, I was just visualizing so hard and paying so much attention. And here was one of my key distinctions as I got behind the wheel of this Ferrari ready to race it around a track is the man was so excited. And he was talking to me about all of the things to do. And he was talking so quickly. And I know he was just explaining things very basic. Like I know he was saying, hit the gas like this. I know he was saying, look at the cone like this. I know he was saying, you know, turn the wheel like this, but my brain could not process it because it was too fast. So I asked him a few times, I said, I need you to repeat that. And I'd say, nope, I need you to repeat it again. Nope, say it a different way. Okay, and then I would repeat it back to him when I finally understood it. And so we did this for probably five, 10 minutes in the car. I don't know, my time gets a little frazzled when you're about to race Ferraris. Um, And he goes, and anyway, I just kept making him repeat it. And then I repeated it back to him until I understood. The most basic parts of driving this car around a racetrack, right? How to shift how you should turn. I said, how far do I need to look? He said, really far. He said, when you're about to approach a turn, you should already be looking at the next turn. I'm like, are you kidding me? Holy moly. Okay. So, um, basically we get out there, we're about to go out and the video is really cool. I need to post it on my Facebook. By the way, my Facebook got shut down. So you need to actually go to Jesse Lee Ward. If you want to see anything I'm posting, I will not be in your newsfeed for, I don't know how long. So if you want to see anything I'm doing, I'm still posting daily. You're just not going to see it in your newsfeed. You actually have to go to my feed to see it yourself. Uh, but anyway, so, um, I, but I have this really cool video from the entire race. So we're about to pull on the track and he says, whoa, he's like, hold on a minute. We've got a gang of cars out there. And I could kind of hear in his voice, like he was sort of like, oh, I know this girl really wants to win, but like, she's going to have to actually race people. <laughs> she, like, it's not just driving a lap around the, uh, the track, you know, like I'm not alone. There's a gang of cars. I think there were probably, I don't know, nine, 10 cars on the track at the time. And so, I mean, it's like, zoom, 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 all these cars are just you know, zipping out. I don't know if you can visualize this or not, but I mean, flying past me super fast on the straightaway. And so I pull out and I'm just, and I, all I said at one point, I said, so all I need to do to you is just listen to you. And he said, yes, just listen, just listen, just listen, just listen. I said, okay. So I get out there on the track and I'm whipping. Like, I mean, I've got, you can ask, you can ask my love. I've got a bit of a need for speed anyway, but I've never done anything like this before. So I'm on this racetrack and we're flying. I mean, literally I've never gone this fast in my life. You can't drive this fast in America. You'll go straight to jail. Like I was going almost 200 miles an hour. And so we're on this racetrack, just, just hauling butt, but it's not a straightaway except for one long straightaway. The rest of it is you're actually turning, like you're maneuvering this car and where you think you need to go is different. Like you need to point, you're going so fast that you have to point the car in different directions than you're used to on a normal track. Like you have to whip around, you have to angle the car. Like, like you're throwing the car basically around turns. It's like almost like you're floating on the track. It's very hard for me to describe it. And so, uh, at any rate, we're going around this thing so fast that I, I swear I don't even know what I was looking at. I feel like I didn't even look at the track. I was just, I feel like I was driving with my ears. I know that sounds so strange. And it got, I was going so crazy. I, I was starting to hit the apexes of these turns after a couple of laps. And I know I'm going fast. Like I'm full, you can just, I could just feel the car. Like the car was like 
like, I felt like it was almost like I was part of it or something. I don't know. I sound crazy probably. But all of a sudden the, the, uh, the instructor's like, yeah, girl, because I go around this one turn and it's like, I just smacked the sweet spot on it and we're just, we're flying around this track. So I get all the way done the entire thing. We pull off into the, the straightaway and I say to him, I'm like, did we win? Did we win? And he tells me how fast I went around this track, which by the way, I find out from Brian later that I completed the track faster than some NASCAR drivers finished the track, which is just bananas. I don't know how that's, maybe I should, you know, get a new career. But, um, we went in and I'm shrieking because I, I'm winning. Uh, and I go in and I'm asking, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And Brian's like, what did you do? And I said, and I hope you're listening because here's the business distinction. I said, I was not afraid to sound dumb. Like how many of you in your business, you quit because you're, you're too scared to ask the most basic questions. Like some of you never get your business off the ground because you're too scared to ask somebody how to log into your back office in a way that makes sense to you. Or you're too scared to ask somebody how to go Facebook live with exact directions because you feel like it's stupid and you should already know it. Or you're too scared to ask how to place the order because you feel like it's too easy and basic of a question. But I'm here to tell you, I would not have won, I did win, I would not have won the Lamborghini for two months and I wouldn't have won the bragging rights of being the fastest promoter in the company <laughs> um, if, uh, if I wasn't, if, if I was scared to ask him the most basic questions. So I think a lot of you need to get crystal clear on how to operate your business and ask questions about how to be you know, successful at the most basic level if you want to win. I did not know how to operate a Ferrari, so I asked very basic questions like how to operate the paddle shifters properly. Like, okay, can you explain it again? You were saying something about imagine a strings on my toe and I'm lifting my toe and then I'm turning and what, what are you saying? Until I understood, I did not pull out on that track. And so, so many of you, I know you want to run your race and I know you want to be a pace setter and I know you want to make millions of dollars and I know you want to do all this stuff, but I've just got to ask you, are you willing to ask the most basic questions? Are you willing to understand the fundamentals? Are you willing to understand how to start the car before you try to fit across the finish line would be my question for every single one of you. Because I think if you're willing to do that, you're going to have a lot more success than those of those of you who are out there who are just trying to kind of bully your way through business and try and figure things out on your own. So at any rate, I would love to do a fan of the week and then make sure you check my Instagram story. If you want to win $50, make sure you leave a review on iTunes, a five-star review on iTunes, and you have the chance of winning 50 flipping dollars every single week, every single Monday. So the fan of the week this week is Baha JKDD, five-star review, caption is, she made me cry. Exclamation, exclamation. I just found out who she was because I decided to go pro and coincidentally decided to follow Eric Warrior on Instagram. I saw her name tagged, followed her, saw her page, listened to her, found out she had a podcast, and binged. The talk is real. The fact that she pours into us network marketers with no strings attached makes me feel incredibly grateful. She has vibes that I welcome openly. The last episode on growth is not an option. Spoke to me directly. Fire me up. Time to get uncomfortable. Thank you for your raw talk that's completely full of love and abundance and servitude. I love you. Thank you so much. 
Baha, JK, DD. I really appreciate you. And thank you so much. And if you want to be fan of the week, make sure you go ahead and leave your five-star review. And the $50 winner will be in my Instagram story for the next 24 hours, Facebook story as well. And I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. I hope you got something out of this. This is the end of the pace setting for the 2019 year. We are now in Naples, Florida. And after I keynote tomorrow and the next day, I'm going to head back home to Dallas, Texas and sleep for an entire week. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. God bless every single one of you. Have a beautiful rest of your night and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Okay. And Alexander has super ears and or actually listens to his woman's podcast. And he realized I already did that fan of the week. I'm so tired guys. Oh my God. Please give me some love and share this podcast for how tired I am and still recording this on a Monday night to be consistent. So I will do another fan of the week as well. I'm going to do another fan of the week. Can you double check? I haven't done this one yet, babe. (laughs) We're going to do purple faith girl one, one. It's life-changing, five stars. If you're looking for a podcast that can actually benefit not only your life, but those around you, you need to follow Jesse Lee. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. I love you all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for bearing with sleepy Jesse Lee. And if you also caught that, make sure you tell me that you caught it before I told on myself <laughs> in my Instagram story or on Facebook. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Good night.